prayer. And unanswered prayer. I know uh, we talked about it. Um, well, I kind of felt like I was in church, but I wasn't in church. But, um, you know, a question was posed to to the congregation and, and to the pastor about prayer and like, yo, is God not hearing me? Do you feel like God is upset with me to the point where he's not hearing me and all of that? You know, I had a conversation with someone yesterday. The conversation got kind of heated. Um, well, like, I feel like, you know, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and God didn't answer me. And I was like, no. He answers you. And she was like, no. Um, this loved one still passed away. I said, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I've got multiple people in my family that have passed away. I understand what you're going through. I understand what you've been through. And of course, this wasn't super fresh. Not always the time to have that conversation. But the conversation was had. And, you know, it was like, no, um, he just didn't, he didn't answer my prayer. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I and I, I gotta be a stickler about verbiage. I've gotta be a stickler about what you are saying about God. As Christians, we are the we are we we as much as we try to run from it and act like we're not, we are gatekeepers to a certain degree. To a certain degree, we don't determine who get into heaven. We don't determine who go to hell. That's not what we determine. We, we, we determine based off of a certain criteria, but not our own. Like, yo, have you believed with your mouth and confessed with your heart the Lord Jesus? You know what I mean? Like, is Jesus your savior? Is he Lord of your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we go off Romans 10, 9. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? So to a certain extent, it's like, yo, but... At, you know, to a certain, I don't determine who, you know, I don't determine by certain things. Like if somebody gets in heaven, like, yo, it's very clear for if you believe with your mouth, I'm like, for if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you can't have salvation through anybody but him. You don't get to God through anybody but him. Right? I want that to be clear. But term our terminology is important. Because how you say something and how you've heard a person say something over the years, and you're like, well, well, you know what I mean. No, no. I know what you mean. So now say what you actually mean, though. Because it's bigger than just you. It's bigger than just you because somebody might not know what you mean and then continue on to run with that thing. Like, like, for instance, bad example, but cleanliness is next to godliness. Where's that in the Bible? I heard a pastor say the other day, I heard a pastor, I literally heard a pastor say this the other day. The Bible says for the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. I'm like, that's not in the Bible. Why are you saying that the Bible says? <laughs> the Bible doesn't say that. 
Shout out to Shane Kidd who, who told me that a few years ago. I'm like, nah, it's in there. And gracefully, he took me through it. Like, let me look it up and everything, try to find it. He's like, no, it's not in there. The Bible does say to run this race that is set before you. But it sounds like scripture, right? When you say, yo, the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. That's not Bible. Um, so when a person says that God didn't answer my prayer, I'm like, now, did he not answer your prayer or did you not like the answer that he gave? Nah, he didn't answer it. He just didn't answer it. I'm like, no, he did. This loved one still died. I'm like, okay. Not to sound morbid, not to sound harsh. We talking about answer prayer. We're not talking about other things and we're not talking about grief and all of that. Let's stay on topic here. We're talking about unanswered prayer. I, I refuse to believe that God is just not answering me. <laughs> I refuse and I, I refuse to believe that based off of scripture. The Bible says, before they call, I will answer. And while they are praying, I will hear them. Your terminology determines your theology. I'm going to say it again. Your terminology, how you define, how you, the things you say about God, how you word things about God, it shows how you, how you respond to God. It, show, it shows what your study is about God. It does. Cleanliness is next to God. Well, well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean when I say when I say this. You know what I mean when I say that. You know what I mean when I say um, to be in right standing with God. Yo, I'm in right. I, I'm just trying to be in right standing with God. I, I'll tell you, uh, um, a, a friend of mine who at a point was a mentor was like. I said that, I was like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm writing, I was writing a project and all of that, writing music and stuff. I'm like, this is like just, you know, me trying to be in right standing with God, trying to be in right standing with God about this and that. And he was like, let me ask you something. He said, are you, are you, are you a believer? I said, yes. He said, have you made a profession of faith? I said, yes. He said, and you are in right standing with God. And I'm like, of course, you out knee-jerk reaction. Oh, well, you know what I meant. He was like, nah, forget knowing what you meant. Like, don't be going around. You know what I mean? Oh, that, he didn't have that conversation. But, like, forget, forget you know what I mean. Yo, you feel that way. You feel like you say it because that's how you feel. That's, it's, that is what you think about God. That even though God calls you his son, God has brought you into his flock, you are saved, but somehow still God is still upset with you about something to where you're not in right standing with him. Um, 
I'm going to say this. God is not. I think in order for somebody to be disappointed, in order for someone to be disappointed, they have had they had to have a certain expectation of you. I don't think God expects us to do well outside of him. He knows that. He knows that we can't. But I'll say I'll but at the same time, God has given us his holy spirit, right? And at the same time God is holy, and at the same time God cannot be where sin is. He has no association with it. So, um I just want to read a few things cuz cuz there's the um there's the talk of there's the talk of like well can my prayers be unanswered and, and like you know can, or is, is God upset with me and all of that it was and I just kind of want to like to like let's see what the Bible says about it I know that God answers prayer right but I know that there are instances when God is like I'm not hearing you right now. <laughs> um, I'm not hearing you right now. It's not that I'm ignoring you, but I am ignoring you. But this needs to be this needs to be handled first. You praying about this, you asking me about this, you need to take care of this first. There are certain things that God is like, get this together first. Um, I had a friend years ago and I'm praying for their salvation and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, like Lord, save them, save them. And the Lord was like, you know, the Lord was dealing with me about that. Like you I literally felt it in my heart. The Lord was like, stop asking me that. Like for real. For real. Stop asking me that. You know, I'm arguing back and forth with God. Like stop he was like, stop asking me that I already did. And I'm like, you ain't do it. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't you ain't say this person. And he was like, call him and ask him. And, you know, I'm like, yo, have you ever made a profession of faith? And they was like, well, yeah. And I, I, I hem and hard around it. But ultimately, I got to I got to the point where I asked them. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, nah, but did you ever believe in it? And they was like, yeah. I was like, oh, OK, I get it now. They was like, what do you get? I'm like, because you experienced answered prayer. Like now there's such thing as common grace. There's grace that gets extended to everyone in the world. Like the breath that you breathe, that's God. You know what I mean? Stuff not happening to you, that's God. Stuff happening for you, that's God. But there's a certain level, there's a certain place that believers can go that non-believers can't and won't go. They won't because they can't. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I want, I want peace. I want this. I want that. I want the real things of God. I want the things of God. Nah, okay, nah. You don't want you don't want him. You can't have. So this person, she was like, yeah, I would pray for peace, and then I immediately I'll get it. I would pray for this, and then and this would happen. I'm like, what? You you unbelievers. Well, I'm thinking in my mind, you an unbeliever. How can this be happening to you? And the Lord did a work on me, showing me about like his healing, like his 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 sealing salvation and how like you know the finality of it all and all of that type of stuff. You know, um, he walked me through that thing. Um, but 
let's talk about when you are a believer and yo am I am I stacking like I really don't I really disagree with this person saying that God didn't answer their prayer I'm like time out you need to say I didn't like the answer that he gave you need to change your mind about that you need to repent about that meaning to change your mind you need to repent about that thing about how you looking at our Lord number one he don't have to do nothing he don't want to do and he don't do nothing he don't want to do or nah God does stuff that he don't want to do like he don't he don't wish he don't wish anybody to perish but like I'm holy I don't want anybody to perish but y'all don't want me and so I'm not about to make y'all do something I'm not about to force y'all to love me that's why I put the that's why I put the tree in the garden of Eden because I needed to give y'all a choice there's no there's no love without a choice slavery without a choice you don't have free will if I didn't give you a choice and so I just kind of want to clear some stuff up let's go to the Bible let's go to the word of God about what it says about prayer and maybe even some criteria on how on what you can do to to not receive prayer to not receive answered prayer or and or what you can do to receive answered prayer um, James 4 thank you sound man James 4 chap, James chapter 4 verse 3 James chapter 4 verse 3 says you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures James 4 James chapter 4 verse 3 says you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Now, what about when the Bible says, what about when Jesus says, ask anything in my name and it shall be done for you. Ask anything in his name. In his name, meaning in his will, meaning, yo, Yo, I need I need you to do this through Jesus. Well, is this Christ centered? Is this Christ focused? Is this is this Jesus? Is this kingdom focused? I can't do nothing outside of my name. I can't do nothing outside of my yo. Give me this. Give me all of the cars in the world that I want to have. Why? No. Because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Psalm 66, verse 18. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. If I regard wickedness in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Isaiah 59, verse 2. But your iniquities, so you gotta make, you gotta make sure, you gotta pray, and you gotta ask the Lord, like, yo, give me a clean heart. Give me, give me a clean heart, oh God, so that I may worship you. Yo, 
um, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Yo, cast me not away from your presence. Don't take your spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Like, yo, like, you got to pray the right things. That's why you got to know, you got to continue. As you pray, you get to know the Lord. You get to know his precepts. You get to love his precepts. You get to know him, know his character, know what is right, know what is wrong. A lot of times when you first start praying, the Lord be pulling stuff away from you so that you can get to the actual thing that needs to be prayed about and the thing that needs to be worked out. I hear people talk about this a lot of times. You know, I think it's a cop out. To have a lack of faith. But I don't completely disagree with it. But they go. Prayer doesn't change things. It changes you. Yeah. Prayer does change things. It changes things. But it also changes you. It changes things. And you one of the things that it changes. There's such a pessimist, pessimistic spirit in, in, in the church a lot of times. Where people you shun people that have a, a gift of faith. And then you just up up just have this this earthly way of thinking. Well, he don't really mean that. I remember a few years ago, I was um I posted a, a post on I posted a status on Facebook. It was just a scripture, like uh, it was um, Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then somebody. Hopped on the bed like that ain't what the scripture mean. I'm like, how, I, I, all, that ain't what it means. It meant that he was hungry. He was hungry and he could have went hungry for as long as the Lord allowed. That's what it means. People try to make it to mean anything. Nah, 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 nah. I said, are you serious? I just commented, are you serious? It was too early in the morning for that. Number one. But obviously you don't know what... English means you don't know what anything means for or all things. All things means all things. It don't mean all things that pertain to being hungry or pertain to being full. It means all things. There's nothing that I can't do through Christ that if he if he's strengthening me to do it, I can do it. Period. You don't know what I'm talking about. Isaiah 59 verse 2. But your iniquities have been have made a separation between you and your God. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. John chapter 9, verse 31. We know that God, God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears them. John chapter 9, verse 31. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears them. Malachi chapter 1, 7 through 9. You are presenting defiled food upon my altar. How have we defiled you? And that you say, the table of the Lord is to be despised. But when you present the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you present the lame and sick, is it not evil? 
Why not offer it to your governor? Would he be pleased with you or would he deceive you kindly, receive you kindly? Says the Lord of hosts. But now, will you not entreat God's favor that he may be gracious to us with such an offering on your part? Will he receive any of you kindly, says the Lord of hosts. Your heart got to be right, fam. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 10. Thus says the Lord to his people, even so they have loved to wander. They have not kept their feet in check. Therefore, the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and call their sins to account. Proverbs chapter 1 Proverbs chapter 1, 24 and 25. Because I called and you refused, I stretched out my hand and no one paid attention. And you neglected all my counsel and did not want my reproof. Like, I called you, stretched out my hand, and no one paid attention. You neglected all my counsel and did not want my reproof. Like, I, it might be, yo, yo, I want you to do, yo, okay, well, bet, um, do this, do this, da, da, da. nah, I'm good, I don't want to do this. All right, you, the Bible also says, um, I think it's in Proverbs, that uh, um, the proud, the proud cause the, the teachers to hide. The proud causes teachers to hide like so like yo yo i'm trying to tell you something i'm trying to show you something but you're not listening i'm not about to keep telling you over and over so now it, you're just gonna fall in your own folly because you don't have nobody to tell you nothing because teachers know he's not even gonna listen what am i wasting my what am i wasting my voice and my breath for casting pearls the swine and all of that Proverbs 28, verse 9. He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination. He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Zechariah chapter 7, verse 11 through 13. But they refused to pay attention and turn a stubborn shoulder and stop their ears from hearing. They made their hearts like flint so that... They could not hear the law in the words which the Lord of hosts had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. And just as he called and they would not listen, so they called and I would not listen, says the Lord of hosts. Y'all not listening to me? I'm not listening to you. Y'all not listening to me? I'm not listening to you. A big part of being a believer one of the perks of being a believer, one of the perks of being in the kingdom of God is answered prayer. That's why fasting is important. That's why that's why praying is important. You know, like yo, cause like praying, like prayer, prayer and fasting go hand in hand. Yo, you want God to do something and you really want to, I'm, and I know I'm talking to myself right now. Yo, you want, and you want to hear God clearly, you got to cut out the noise. You got to remove the noise. What's keeping me? All right, the Bible says all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. You can do whatever you want, but is this beneficial to your relationship with the Lord? 
Yo, I just want to go higher in the Lord. All right, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you feeding yourself with right now? Proverbs 21, verse 13. He who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be answered. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15. So when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Yes, even though you multiply prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are covered with blood. Isaiah 59, verse 3. For your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken falsehood. Your tongue mutters wickedness. That's Old Testament, Keith. That's Old Testament. Yes, okay, gotcha. James chapter 1, verse 6 through 7. But he must act in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord. Luke chapter 18, verse 11 through 12. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. That's not a good example. What? It's a Pharisee. Oh, he was praying this to himself, it says. That's, that's where it was. He was praying this to himself because you see in all of that, look at all that pride. Look, you owe me this. I thank you that I'm not like other people. I'm not a swindler. I'm not unjust. I'm not an adulterer or even like this tax collector. You judge it. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself. He answers prayer, y'all. He, he answers prayer. There are certain things that you can do to, to not receive answered prayer. But praying praying from a right spirit, praying from a right spirit and then not receiving the answer that you want and then saying, God didn't answer my prayer. I think that's blasphemy. And I think that's poor theology. Let's, let's say that. That's poor theology. Well, I'm asking God to do something and then the Lord still chooses to be God. The Lord still chose to be sovereign. The Lord still chose and, and then still wanted me to trust him in the process. But now he didn't answer my prayer because because it wasn't what I wanted it to be. You got to stop saying it. He didn't answer me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. His grace is sufficient. Like, so like when it's over, it's over, right? Don't stop praying until it's over. But when it's over and it ain't what you wanted it to be, it ain't, let me tell you this, it ain't never going to be what you, it ain't never going to be what you want it to be un unless your will is his will, unless you, unless you want it to be done in his will, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that God don't do nothing that you don't want, that you want him to do. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that, um. You can't pray about something. We see many a times in, in the Bible, we see many a times in the Bible where people prayed and God changed his mind about it. Oh, okay. Y'all about to kill these people, Moses. Y'all about to kill all of these people, even your cousin. Y'all about to do this. I'm about to do that. Hey, hey, Lord, 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 please. 
don't do this. Don't do that. Please, please don't do that. And the Lord is like, all right, cool. But think, but you see why? Like, I didn't really want to do this. I wanted you to change my mind about this. I really just wanted you to petition me about this. Give me a reason not to. So you, I'm not going to say that you can't, you can't pray. And I'm not going to say that prayer don't work. I'm not going to say like, cause what's the point of praying? There's power in prayer. You should pray. Like I said before, prayer is earthly license for heavenly intervention. But there are times, there are times when God is like, I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. But it, there's never, I'm going to say there's never a time when, when a prayer that you pray, like a real prayer, never gets, don't get answered. Like, yo, the, the answer is no. Like, I'm God. I'm not hearing your prayer. You're not even praying right now. It's an abomination, actually. So you're not even in a position to pray. This is not even prayer, for real. In my, this is, that's Keith's opinion. That ain't real prayer. Like, yo, I'm about to do whatever I want, but I'm going to still pray. I'm going to pray for this. I'm going to pray for that. Because you can't possibly be praying for the things of God. You know what I mean? Unless you like, yo, Lord, forgive me. Like, for the, the Bible says, for the, for the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a contrite heart. He said, these are like those things he will not despise. Like, yo, come. That's why the Bible says, yo, that's why Jesus said, yo, um, when you pray, pray like this. It's putting you in the posture of prayer. It's putting you in a place. If you look at the template, because it's a template that Jesus gave. Yo, when you pray, pray like this. Not pray this exactly. Pray like this. Start off with the, our father who art in heaven. Yo, I'm praying. You're my dad. You're my father. I can come to you about this type of stuff. Who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Praise and worship. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give, give us what we need. Give us what we need um, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. You got unforgiveness in your heart. You got all of that stuff harboring. You got to come. Like, it's for real, for real. If you look at the temple, if you ever seen a diagram of the temple or, or the synagogue, you know how that works. You know how it works where certain people, it's only certain people could go go in. And they had to be right even before they entered into the, into the threshold. God has now given us the ability to do that. But it's still a certain way that you got to approach him. You cannot approach him any old type of way. He's not a genie. He's not going to do whatever it is that you want him to do. You got to pray in his name. You got to pray. You pray. In, and, and, and a lot of times, like, but don't be afraid to pray. Don't be afraid to pray. This is not to deter you from praying. It's to encourage you to pray. And to encourage you to know that when you pray that God is hearing you and when you are feeling stagnant and when you feeling like a, a pushback or you feeling like you can't get past a certain place. Now, you know why. It's not to deter you from praying. But so it's like. What, what was I going to say? Um, I forgot what I was going to say about. Um, about um, prayer, but like when you. When you pray, when you pray and you praying, you have to pray the will of God. It's important to know scripture. 
But like this, this is my point. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me. Don't let don't let your 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 inadequacies and don't let your fear of praying keep you from praying. Don't like, well, if I don't pray right, then God's not gonna hear me. That's not what it is. The um, the Holy Spirit helps you to pray. I, I liken it to a letter, right? They teach you this when you're a kid. You write a letter. You writing it to a person, dear such and such. The person that you writing the letter to, your letter would be a prayer, dear God, comma, right? And then you start you start talking to him about how awesome he is, how wonderful he is. Butter God up to a certain degree, but it ain't even really butter like buttering it up, like not like trying to make him better, but like yo, you really all of that. And I'm aware that you are all of that. I thank you for this. Like, yo, 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 give me this. Now give me this. Now do this. Now do that. I'm a person, sir. I'm a person, ma'am. I'm a person. Okay? You don't just come to me. I want this. I want this. No, no, no. No, no. Yo, thank you for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. Yo, the Bible says be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So you go to the Lord with thanksgiving. And I think you thank him throughout the prayer. like Because I know you're not just not going to do anything about it, right? You, real quick, real quick, real quick. People say this about, you know, like they talk about Jesus and his earthly ministry and how his earthly ministry got sparked off with him and Mary. Jesus did it because if, if Mary was his mom and he was going to do what his mom told him to do, that, that is not why he did it. Jesus, if you look in the scripture, when Jesus performed a miracle, he was always evoking faith in people. He never just, you, you, I, I'm not going to say never, but you rarely, if ever, see in scripture where Jesus did it, did something and the person didn't have faith. Now, now believe. No, believe and then I'm going to do it. Believe and then I'm going to do something about it. So watch this. This is the perfect way. This is the posture that you should have when you pray. Mary, Mary um, came to Jesus and she was like, they out of wine. Now, to you, it's like, wow, Mary's a daggone lush. What does she care about there being any, any more wine for? It's so important. Wine at a wedding in that time was very important. You could have gone to jail for not having wine, for running out of wine at your wedding. Those The, the groom could have gone to jail for that. So it was important for them to have wine. And so Jesus goes like, who cares about them not having any wine? I am the joy. Like, I'm the joy. Like, my time hasn't come yet. That's what he was saying. That's what he meant by that. Very poetic, but very true. I'm the wine represented joy. They ran out of joy. They, well, my time ain't come yet. What do you want me to, what, what are you talking about? And she was like, she already knew. That Jesus was going to do something. He was like, yo, my time isn't come. What, what, what does it have to do with me? She already knew he going to do something about it. So I'm not even about to worry about him doing anything about it. I'm now just going to move as if he's going to do something about it. Because I've known this boy for 30 years. I've known this man for 30 years. 
at this point. I've known him for some time. I know that he cares. I know that he cares about, I know that he knows the law. I know that he knows the rules. I know that he knows the consequences. So I'm not going to act like he don't care about this because I know that he care about it because I know the character of him. I know his character. So I, I'm done talking about it. I already know this. I already know what, what you're doing right now. So I'm going to just trust you. And she turns to the servants and she says, whatever he tells you to do, do it. She walks away because he's not just not going to do anything about it because he is. Now, I'm leaving it up to him for how he does it. I'm leaving it up to him for when he does it. I'm going to leave it up to him for why he does it. But I know that I've come to my Savior and I've asked him for a request. I've made a request. I know that he's going to do something about it. So whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it. So, so you write in a letter to, you write in a letter to God, you write in a letter to God, dear God, yo, you so amazing. You so often awesome. I can't wait till your kingdom comes and your will is done on the earth. Da -da -da -da. The whole nine yards. Yo, now I'm going to ask you for this. I need this. I need, -da -da -da. I ain't going to worry about it because the word says, don't be worried about this, that, and the third. Yo, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Um, um, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Um, for thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen. In Jesus' name, right? So you write in that letter to God. This is all that you, the things that you're praying for and asking for. Right. You close up the Holy Spirit helps you close up that envelope. The Holy Spirit proofreads your prayer. He proofreads, proofreads the letter. Like, let me fix this. Oh, they asked for this. Yeah, they don't really need this. What they really need is patience. And so let me. So they really asking for patience. Oh, they praying for this. OK. All right. Cool. Let's heighten this. They really need this. They saying that they want a two bedroom house. Um, but I know that they really want, uh, they really praying for a five bedroom house so that they can house other people. They afraid, they're a little afraid. So let me, let me continue to work with them on this. Let me do this. Let me do that. All right, cool. This, this letter is good enough now to send. We made it beautiful. Let's put it in the envelope. Let me make it real nice. Ah, now what do we have to do? Oh, hey, say in Jesus name so that we can get it there. Cause you can't come to God by yourself. You can't. Jesus is the stamp on the envelope. Jesus is the stamp on the envelope. Jesus is what gets that letter to God. Jesus is literally sitting on the right hand of the Father to petition for you day and night. God, God sees the prayer. Jesus reads the letter to, to God. God's like, all right, man, okay, okay, okay. And then he dispatches his angels to see about the things that you prayed about. God ain't looking to not answer prayers. But he does what he wants. And I think that's something that as humans, we got to continue. And as we got to continue to mature to say, yo, not my will, but your will be done. Yo, if it be your will, let this cup pass for me. Yo, I don't want to do this. I don't, I, I really don't want to do this. I don't like this. This feeling is uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, not my will, 
but your will be done. And that's really what it's all about. So even when your prayers are literally going, forget unanswered, they're going unheard. <laughs> they're going unheard. I don't hear you. So when they go unanswered, they go unheard. And that's not even, and that's not even not an answer. That's a no. Forget what you're praying about. It ain't better than what I've been talking to you about. Fix this. Fix this. Unanswered can mean a lot of things to mean that God don't care. God is stoic. God is, you know, like this agnostic God that sits high and don't care about what's happening. Why would I create stuff and I don't care about it? No, that's a cop out for you to be like, oh, well, it went, he didn't answer it. No, he heard you. This is this is a participatory. This is a participatory faith. He answered it. Now what you going to do? Are you going to leave too? Yo, you got to eat my flesh, drink my blood. You going to leave too now? Because you don't like the way that it sounds. You don't like how this is happening. Are you going to bounce too? Where else are we going to go? Where can we go? You have the words of life. You have the words of life. He's a prayer answering God. What it feels like. What it feels like. What it feels like.